Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. We're in a different booth today. It's still a booth. We're in Brad's booth, and the washing has just finished. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off to a great yeah. start. <laughs> so while, while Brad's doing that, uh, my name's Tim. With me, with me in the booth today is Brad, obviously. Hi, and, I'm back. I'm back. And Al. Hi. We don't have Jules. <laughs> Look, if you could hear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our resident technician, Jules, is just slammed with work at the moment. So, And look, it's been hard for us to get together. It's been... been hard. There's been sickness. There's been, there's, like, it, well, Jules people have been away. I, I had tuberculosis. He, had, he was he's, on he's his deathbed, I felt. He's like he was. <laughs> he's bringing it back. Yeah. I'm still sick. Excellent. So if this turns into a coughing fit, I apologise. And I have never been well. I'm fighting fit. So, <laughs> so. We're, as the three of us, we're one normal human being. So, so let's go with that. It's good to be back. It's been a, it's been a too long. Yeah. Well. Well, there's been a fair bit of shit going on in the downtime. So. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. been a lot happening. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so today is a listener episode. Uh, our musician, the San Diego School of Film musician Andrew Slaney, uh, is taking us through the circuits of time today to 2008. To watch the war film, The Hurt Locker. Um, usually, I throw to Jules. We we have no one to operate the booth, so I'll just say, Al, hit the booth. Gentlemen, we're history. And I forgot, at the San Diego School of Film, uh, we want to pay acknowledgement to um, the Wurundjeri people, our first storytellers of the Kulin Nation, um, which is who are the custodians of the land that we are recording on. It's the first time I haven't read it. How good is that? Yeah, nice job, man. <clears throat> anyway, here we are in 2008. Now, before we start, can I just... I'd like to just formally up you, update you guys on my Rocky um, list. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah, my yeah. order. Yeah. My order has changed slightly, so okay. I, I've seen Balbo- Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. Yep. And did I've you see five? No. Haven't seen Why five. did you didn't not watch, watch five? five? Just didn't feel like it. I will uh, eventually. So I watched okay. five. Um, I watched Rocky Balboa, and I'm about three quarters of the way through Creed. Oh, okay. Um, so Are we including Creed into the universe? Because it's the same universe, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It's literally a follow-on. Totally the same universe. Right. So just remind me, five, Rocky Balboa doesn't mention five, is that correct? Maybe there's virtually no mention of of Tommy Guns in yeah okay. in in Balboa. But Adrian's because Adrian Adrian's in in Rocky Five. Yep, and she's not in Balboa. Yeah, so that just it's got nothing to do with Five. That Adrian stuff. It's just no, no. So the the distance between Five and Balboa, Adrian has cancer, I think. Okay, and she's. She's passed away yeah. in between five and Balboa. Spoilers now. Spoilers. Um, yeah. Great. Thanks, guys. So, <laughs> she, last time I saw her, she was alive in five. So, alive in five. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, so, so far, I reckon I go Rocky 2, then Rocky 1, then Balboa. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. Then yeah. 4, then Creed, then 3, I think. Or, or maybe I'd put Creed before for four I'm not sure would you say that Balboa as much as it's basically rocky yeah it's still pretty good love like it, it it still fits in with the reality that it could happen like it's yeah, le- yeah. it seems a I love it because it's super gritty again it's yeah, got it a is. real gritty feel about mm. it I really like that about the Rockies 
Like mm. just the Philly group. And it's a really good commentary on where boxing has ended up as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just, I'm just letting you know where I'm at. I'll cool, probably cool. update you again. Yes, I still haven't done the Creed, but I've got them now. And I'm, I'm really impressed with Creed 1. Yeah. Uh, everybody um, was. Yeah. Everybody was. Yeah. 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 But again, and I haven't hard, finished hardcore it. Hardcore Rocky so. fans were very impressed. Yeah, right. So, okay. Cool. Right. So, yeah. I'm glad you like Balboa. I like Balboa. Too. No, I really did. I really like Balboa. I'll, yeah. have, to, I'll have to give it a stab. Because yeah. he's still Rocky. Like, he's old, but he's still. You know, he's doing another one. Rocky, is he? Yeah, uh, there's <laughs> talk that there's going to be another Rocky. Like, okay, so not Creed. It's not Creed. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Anyway, we're in 2008. <laughs> Just 2008. I thought I'd wait till we got to 2008 to let you guys know. Hey, so, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Um, so we haven't been time traveling for a while, so it's good <laughs> yeah, to correct. readjust. Yeah, because you know we've all taken our time travel motion sickness pills. <coughs> we're waiting for those to kick in, and while we're doing that, let's find out what happened in two thousand eight with <gasps> history with Brad. History with Brad. History with me. History with Brad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as per usual, even though we are at my house, I am still not prepared. <laughs> 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 Anyway, uh, so according to the People History, my sponsor, my mm. own personal sponsor, <laughs> get, should really get in contact with these guys and go, thank you, thank <laughs> you so much. They'll be like, dude, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, just keep me. They've got a lot of tables. They're like, oh yeah, we stopped listening to that episode where you just completely forgot who we were. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is every episode. I'm sorry. Um, all right, going through the thing here of People's History. Um, uh, we're looking at the start of the GFC, so the. Uh, uh, house prices in the US started to plummet, which was the uh, the first uh, calling of the GFC. Um, I think I mentioned this before, so we couldn't work out if we've been to 2008 or not. That's how organised we are. But India released a car that was brand new um, and cost 100,000 rupees, which is about two and a half grand. Nice. So I don't think there's been a car that's been brand new for two and a half grand since <laughs> 1978. How many gallons to the hectare does it <laughs> yeah, get? Exactly. Put it in H! <laughs> Uh, where else were we? Um, yeah, banks started to foreclose and go bankrupt in the States. Um, huge interest rates cash. There was a $150 billion stimulus package uh, put out by uh, President Bush at the time, all to no avail. Um, the US uh, gives the okay for food derived from cloned animals. Um, the internet went out in India. Nice. So apparently there's someone cut the cable that runs through the Mediterranean and uh, 60% of India went without uh, without internet. Oh, now brutal. just think about that. How many people is 60% of, of uh, That's India? a lot of million. That's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people going, what's going on? Why, why can't I look up porn? Um, what else happened? Uh, General Motors uh, put out a, three point, a, a $38.7 billion loss. Wow. <laughs> you know, just... Put that in that's context as well. Jeez. So, yep, that's why they nearly um, sort of went under. And Fidel Castro stepped down as president of Cuba for, for almost from almost fifty years in power. So that will basically was do. Two thousand eight. Nice. In two thousand eight. Yeah, that okay. was. Um, I picked the very wrong. I picked the absolute wrong time to go to Canada to live for a bit because my the ten grand that I had turned into maybe just seven. Canadian? No, that's Canadian. Uh, it was seven something, but it was pretty demoralising. It's still a lot of toonies, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of toonies. <laughs> Loonies and toonies. Um, exactly right. But I think yeah, the the biggest because then I went to London after, and that was I reckon that was below fifty. Yeah. I reckon it was forty eight or something. But the it was the pound 
translates very nicely into just about every currency in the world. Yeah, it's crap it's, for everyone. It's pretty good against everything. Yeah. And the Aussie dollar has never been good against the pound. No. It's always sucked. Yeah. It's better than it used to be. I remember it used to be a quarter. Like, you you know, you. it was terrible back in the 80s. Gross. And then it was, I remember when it got to a third and everyone was like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> Holidays. Hey, hey, welcome back to the currency minute. <laughs> With Brad and Tim. Like, oh, did you mention milk? I don't oh, think you mentioned no milk. Oh, what's a price of milk? I've done that. In 2008, probably the same, same as what it is now. Same, yeah. <laughs> Maybe more expensive, but I don't know. Um, so the Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Second Hurt Locker. appearance by Catherine Bigelow. And director. Jeremy Renner. We've had the second we've for had him. Jeremy Renner. Um, is it second or third from him? Well, we've had a, a rival arrival? and any, I don't think we've had anything else with him. From memory? No. Uh, maybe just a second. Um, what was that first one? And Anthony Mackie's in this. Before he was the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. So I was I'm actually, like, yeah, oh yeah. shit, that's the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. So him and Renner have uh, done several films together. Yeah. There's obviously in the Avengers franchise, they've, yep. uh, they've been done. Um, oh, yeah. I finally got to see Endgame too. Oh, just nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's just good. Yeah. It's just good. Yeah. So it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of like build up. It's a lot of work, yeah. You gotta, you gotta be invested. Yeah, I still think know what's going on. Remember, Al, I didn't go to the toilet when we went. I was, I oh, look, I was. There was no one more impressed than me. Tim. And then I backed that up with the right stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two cool. three-hour movies, Brad. Excellent. Didn't go to the loo. My eight-year-old bladder held on. Excellent. All right, back to this. sorry. Um, um, what right. are, this this got a lot of awards, didn't it? Like it won Best Picture. It's got one best, best, best Picture, yeah. Best Director, Can best I put picture? it, I don't know why, like, I'm, no. not, I'm not a massive yeah. fan of this. No, me either. I found it really slow. I don't get it. Really dull, and just a bit, I don't know, like, I just felt like it was just too disjointed for me. It like, was very disjointed. It, I, think, I think also it's one of those things, though, anything to do with the current Middle Eastern conflicts, though, has... Far more interest from anyone in the US than it probably does for to anyone else in the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, like the rest of the world was sort of, even though Australia was involved in it, the rest of the world just didn't care. Mm. Like it wasn't the same as any other conflict beforehand. It was like everyone just was like, the states have started something again and now they're going to have to go and flex their muscles and it'll end up, nothing will happen and it'll end up mm. worse off, which is exactly what happened. So I don't think anyone really cared. Mm. Other than people in the US, because of the amount of you know, military might that went there, there's probably yeah. a few people in the Middle East that cared as well. Well, obviously, uh... the, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's one of those things from the the Western world, and obviously with anything like this, where everything is portrayed through whatever um, the Murdoch media allows us to watch. So, yeah, mm. I don't know. It seemed like just a really long television show to me. Like the filming of it and the, the quality of the, the filming and everything. Like, and would this have been better as a series? Yeah, I reckon, probably. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, I think the se- a series would have been a lot broader in mm. the sense of a bomb unit, whereas we definitely followed a particular, like, like three, three guys. Yeah. And, and, and having the, the commanding officer switch out, good... Solid appearance from Guy Pierce, I thought. Mm. Well, was a good, yeah. Um, and the other one of the other soldiers with them um, was also in um, the Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Jarhead. Jarhead. Yeah. yeah, Jarhead's a good film. Yeah, Jarhead's great. <laughs> yes. I've seen it, but I don't really remember it much. I think a lot, a lot of these ones blur a bit. They do. I find, yeah, I find any, um, even down to um, like Black Hawk Down. You know, everyone raved about that. I watched it, and it was the same thing. I just was like, meh. 
Mm. Oddly, the one that sticks in my head, which is which it's still a different. It's the it's the previous Middle Eastern conflict, but the one that sticks in my head is Three Kings. Kings. Oh yeah. See, I don't know if that would hold up for you now. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Like I, like that used to be one of my favourites when I was younger. Yeah, and I think the last time I saw it wasn't that long. Well, it was long ago enough, but I it, it lost quite a bit of shine. Three Kings is also very anti. Well, it's quite com- comedic as well. It's, yeah, it's a very it different There's, film to this. Yeah, yeah. but it's very anti of the the U.S. involvement in conflict. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, um, different but conflict. Still though. good. Yeah. I think another film that was interesting. Well, I suppose it was set much earlier, but um, the Kingdom. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't see the Kingdom. That's sort of that's a good one to watch because it explains how we've ended up in the situation we're in now. Okay. Well, there's ten minutes at the start, which is this sort of here's a brief history of the Middle East yeah. from the end of World War One forward. Oh, okay. And you sit there and you go, oh, was okay. A, was there a section on Rambo? There was no, strangely no section on Rambo. No, that's a shame. So it's <laughs> no. not a very comprehensive history. <laughs> no, no, no. Apparently, just speaking of that, that's a that's a big bit of history that I just left out. Yeah. There's the uh, the new Rambo film is uh, about to be released as well. Oh Can yeah, mm-hmm. Last Blood. Last Blood. Yeah. Yes. He's, Sly is busy. He's, he's mm-hmm. a busy guy. Yeah. So Sly's now taking on the Mexicans. Yeah. <coughs> um, the, the the new Russians, as far as the American government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember getting to this not long after 08 you know mm. after it won Oscars and I'm like oh I should I should see this you know ages to watch this yeah and and <laughs> it's the first time I've seen it is it yeah, yeah right I didn't really get it the first time so when I went back this time it made a bit more sense I get the like you know he's addicted to the do you the rush of it but see do you I found I wasn't convinced with his not relationship but his feelings towards Beckham the kid like I didn't get it didn't, that. It didn't make any sense. Like it, it didn't. I didn't. I'm like, I'm like, why do you all of a sudden care about this kid? I didn't. Yeah, it's like you've you've because it's it's shown in the first sequence as well with Guy Pearce about how nine to five this this is like they're defusing bombs and Guy Pearce is very cautious about it. Mm. But at the same time, they're all very blasé. They're like, oh, pretend it's your dick. And, you know, yeah. they're like... And yet he's the one that gets done, you know? Like, he's the one that loses his life. Well, they're still... Yeah, but they're still being... They're still being serious about it. But there is like a, this is our job, day to day. This is like what we have to deal with kind of thing. Like, you know they've seen thousands and thousands of this. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. Whereas then when... which Which sets it up nicely for like... Yes, the three of them have a good working relationship, and stuff goes wrong, and then for then for Jeremy Renner to then come in and be completely blasé about it, he's like, "Yeah, I'm going in. Fuck it, I'll go in." And yeah, to know. the point where they literally think about killing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, was, whole that, that was probably one of the better parts of the whole film. Was like, I wonder how many times that's happened where there's been a a huge personality clash that. The two other guys are obviously sitting there going, this guy's a huge liability to us. Mm. Yeah. And where they go, we could just solve this. I really and did, it, yeah. And we could completely cover it up. Yeah. Interesting. And then you think to yourself, how much is that actually... Ooh, people yeah. have actually gone through with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very, very important. <gasps> I thought they tried to touch, especially with the younger, the other guy. So, um, I can't remember his name in the movie. Eldritch. Eldritch, thank you. Um they try to touch on the active PTSD of him through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So when the guy Pierce character dies and the doc's talking to him and he's like, 
he's dead and then he pulls the trigger and he goes he's alive yeah so yeah. He's, he, and so it's continuously rolling through his head of that you know that anxiety thing of if he had have just pulled the trigger and taken out that guy with the phone mm. he'd still be alive and this mm. thing he's dead click he's alive dead you know and that would have been yeah. and so they do try and touch on that ptsd thing a little bit with him and then later on when the doc dies and he's freaking out and and sort of things but I think I that's good. Like it, it, at least they tried to touch on it. Yeah, I think they've definitely weaved a lot of that in. I think it gets messy around the the Beckham mm. relationship. Yeah, it just didn't feel in place for me. It felt just completely weird and unnecessary, and just not. It didn't feel like it would. It didn't feel realistic to the story that we were following. Sure. What just... I really liked the scene that I think I liked the most was the sniper. Stuff yeah. where they're, they're trying. Well, to... and that's where they all sort of came together as a unit. Yeah, right? that was the scene that, that and that was tense. Them I all. found that really tense, just because they just had no idea if anyone else was in that little hut, and, and so they just had to ages. stay there. Yeah, and that's when the Jeremy Renner character really switched on to that. As much as he's out there, doesn't care if he dies. He cares about his. He cares. He doesn't unit. want the yeah. other guys to die. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, he's not there scene... actively trying to kill him. He doesn't. He doesn't give a shit if he dies or not. But. He's actively trying to keep the other guys alive. Yeah. And he's also trying to, in his own way, trying to break the Eldridge character out of his anxiety by by just allowing him to make his own decisions. So yeah. when, when there's the goats and he, he pings off the goat, the goat herder guy that's about to shoot him, hmm. he doesn't make a big deal about it. He just turns just around like, and goes, good job. Yeah, make you the know, call. Make shoot the call. him or don't Sh- shoot. Short decision. Yeah. 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 You're the one that has to make the decision. Yeah, yeah. I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't we've got, see. We've got things to do. You're the one there, and and yeah. So I thought you know, that was a good scene. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And it was probably the best suspense bit they had. I think the so. Whole thing. Well, that's why. Yeah. Mm. Um, it just, yeah, just it it gave you some sympathy towards James's character. I felt like mm. mm-hmm. it got you more on board with who he was as a as a commanding officer, not just as a as a soldier operating and doing his job he was yeah it was more about him looking after the unit mm. and yeah yeah it was, so it was good like i and i also try to make a point that he's obviously very good at what he does so what is it 873 bombs yeah. he's diffused mm. and he seems to be like the, the character he plays doesn't seem to panic when he gets in a situation if anything he like rises to the occasion that there's that there's a, a bomb there and he wants to work out how it's done. And then you see it with these little mementos that he keeps from everything. And he said they're all signatures of of all the people that have made the bombs. Um, it's still a bit freaky though. When they do, you know, they pull out the crate and there's all this bomb gear yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And there was another bit though that they didn't explain which made <sighs> no sense to me was when they go into the insurgent's lab basically and there's the dead body on the table and he reaches in and just grabs... Yeah, he grabs the, some TNT or something. They grabs the explosives out of the inside of the body. Yeah. And it's like, well, what happened to that? How did he know they were there? What's What? Who yeah, was that kid? Yeah, again, that scene was just super weird for me. I don't know why. Like, he, he almost changed as a character for, like, this little section. Mm. And then went back. Yeah. To, I don't know, yeah. That just, yeah. I didn't... a lot of weirdness. And the, 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 the ultra male bonding scene of where they're all punching each other in the stomach Again, yeah. I mean I hate that shit anyway like I, I hate the and like, then it gets a bit over the top it feels and like a, it really and, and I only know this through movies so it's not a reliable but it feels like a real marine thing like 
he's kind of hazing well, beating the shit out of each other yeah, yeah. I know but yeah it's just mm. it's just why why <laughs> would you do that yeah, well, well I mean yeah and they and they they allude to the fact that the job attracts a certain kind of person plus uh, and they're, like, they're trained out of a lot of emotion so they can fire yeah. a weapon in the heat of battle and all that sort of yeah. stuff in fact, it'd be interesting to talk to Andrew Sloaney because he's a paramedic. He is a paramedic. And I wonder whether there's a similar, like, you, you know, there's, there'd have to be a an equivalent of, like, you, you're going to turn up to a scene and see some pretty full-on stuff. There'd be an expectation that you get some form, not complete, obviously, but some form of desensitisation to yeah, that's various right. situations. Which is where mm. the Doctor stuff I thought was really interesting. The fact that they were actively showing that the Doctor is there and, and active, it completely went out the window when he came with out them. with them. Yeah, because would that actually happen? Well, yeah. I... I I don't know, and and the, well, look, I don't know, I don't know, and the scene, but the scene played out exactly it was so how predictable. you know it was going to go. Yeah, it's so predictable that it was going to happen. Yeah, and you're like these hardened guys are out there every day doing this, and and the doctor breezes in, and he's like, oh no, look, I'm, it's really dangerous here. I'm going to need you to move, and you know, like when out there with no weapon. Yeah, very like you know, sort it's, of forgivingness, and you knew that wasn't going to work. Yeah. But but I enjoyed having them that character in the film because it it sort of helped. It was a contrast. A bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it it showed that they're they're trying. Basically, the the U.S. military are trying to do something about a these kinds of people mm. that are attracted to the work, but b the PTSD that has been happening forever, like. You know, mm. like I think it's a huge, it's a huge, huge part of mm-hmm. return servicemen from any from any conflict, yeah, and, and in, always has the been ages, through the ages, yeah. Absolutely. But we never knew what it was, yeah. Well, it was never spoken about, yeah. It was always just so the amount of suicides and everything shock. after World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam horrendous. was really bad too, and, and Vietnam as well because yeah. it was a so stranger. Um, well, everyone was so anti-Vietnam that yeah, yeah everything they was, got yeah, treated like yeah. absolutely. But it was just never spoken about. So the amount of suicides and, and, you know, guys that came back from the war and just went out to the back shed and shot themselves and, Mm. you know, no one spoke about it and they were just buried. You know, died of conflicts of the war was basically, I think, what they Mm. said. But, mm. yeah, at least now they're actively trying to do something. Yeah, so showing that in there was was useful. Mm. Um, Yeah, just having the Doctor come out with them seemed... A little bit too cliche. Just like why? Yeah, like why? Yeah, why Although are we doing you this? Think like, that it felt like like what does get a like... lot of this sort of stuff? Like you get a lot of like press would be one of those things where you get yeah, press but... tagging along to all sorts of stuff. Like you get right along. Anyone that was allowed out into the field is like so. Even the like he's a psychologist. Um, to be in the military though, he still has to have done basic training. Yeah, he has to. Have so fired that's a weapon that's like and... step one. Yeah, you have to. You, they don't let you out there unless you've done. Basic yeah, training. sure. No matter, even if you're the band, you still have to do. You know, which I've always found weird. It could have been to be in the army band, just like. <laughs> yeah, but you still have to do basic training. Go to Iraq to play tuba. Cheers. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a, a mate of ours works for uh, Vicpol, and she was saying, "Oh, the the band, the police band, isn't isn't." A, a single job anymore you're not just a cop that plays in the band you have to be a cop 
and and you you got to do cop stuff. You got to do cop stuff now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Not... like playing in a band and a heap of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's not just turn up and yeah. blow the French horn for that's it. a bit. That's disappointing. Oh, I know. Well, it'd be disappointing if you were the French horn player and all of a sudden you've got to do cop stuff now. They just give you a gun. Yeah, right. They give you a gun and a copy of Hot Fuzz. <laughs> um, I did notice though that the uh, the doctor and this looked. I don't know if it was planned or if they meant it, but he looked a lot like the psychologist doctor from Mesh. Oh, really? Yeah. From the, I, the series. Yeah, from the series, Mash. Yeah, yeah, I'm much more familiar with the film. I'm so yeah, that series like the play. Yeah, the really? film is really good. Yeah, just couldn't do it. Nah, the film's nah, good the film. and the series is... Yeah. The series I've heard is, the film's good. The film's good, mate. But I'm, I'm just... Well, maybe I'm I'll pick the, film. the series. Maybe I'll pick the film. The series <laughs> and the film are very different. Yeah, and I've, and I've heard that too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the doctor in, the, in this looks like the doctor, like the psychologist doctor that always just turns up and speaks to people. So especially in the last episode of Mash, mm. where it's set five years after, oh, right. um, he's like the main character. Sure, sure. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the the camera work irked mm. me a little bit. Mm. All the stuff in the barracks was very like documentary, handheld, blurry, and it, and it it just didn't work for me it, so it just seemed like a television show like, well, it seemed like it was an episode of NCIS I get the idea of it being like you know right there and mm. intense and all one sort of camera and in the room but it just sort of came off a bit amateur-y yeah, yeah. and didn't didn't work for me as well it's as very low budget I think it was supposed to yeah off. it yeah. came off as low budget instead of a uh, cinematog- cinematography yeah. choice which mm. is weird because I didn't win like Cinematography and maybe I was I just know. thinking maybe I mean, 2008 out. was a really slow year for movies, so it well, didn't have much to come up against. I don't know. Where, I don't know. I mean, you're the history with Brad. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean rely on you, Brad. Yeah. For this sort of stuff. Doesn't mean I know anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, the stuff outside looked really nice. I thought, especially that high speed stuff. I'm a oh, I'm a sucker for high speed. I watch I watch anything in high speed. <laughs> Like even you know, like cricket is slow and and can be quite boring. Mm. But then they get that high. Like how slow is cricket? But then they put the high speed on and it's even slower. But I am hooked. <laughs> like I will it's watch the art of. High I will speed. watch ten minutes of a batsman swinging through a shot, and there's ten minutes before the ball even <laughs> into frame, and I'm just like, oh, here it is, here, we go, here it comes, he's gonna hit. Oh, it's so good. I'm I'm bang up for high speed. You know what? This is what this is what American sports do very well. The NFL are very good at that because it would be they, the dullest game in the world without it. Um, <laughs> and but they their cinematography and that sort of stuff. Yeah, they really turn the sport into something else when you watch it in those sort of yeah, speeds. For sure. It's a spectacle. Correct. Like you watch an you watch an NFL documentary compared to other sports, <laughs> and they're the just gazelle of the end. Cr- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> It needs to be narrated by uh, David Attenborough. <laughs> but it is like they just, they're heads and shoulders above a lot of other places. Yeah, but that's kind of what the sports needs. That That's like NFL especially because it's the dullest game in the world without, but it does look fantastic in, in you know, no, I'd agree. slow down. Yeah, look, I've, everything I've just, looks good in ice I've tried on numerous occasions to get to the NFL. I've tried so hard. You have no idea how hard I've tried. And I just can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. No. That's cool. No. Um, no. What do we think of. Um, it, it's Will. Is it Will James? Yes. Yes. What do we think of 
the kind of how he goes back into service after I don't we don't know how long he's been home for, but it wasn't long. It didn't feel doesn't it definitely doesn't feel long. And it, it feels weird, doesn't it, that he's got a new a newborn. Well, look, it it exemplified for me how he's very distant about... I am from this person. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I don't even have children, and I don't even I'm distant. Yeah, from like you know, it's it was you know it was supposed to show how much of a focus for the job he's got and this is this is what he was you know well it's the old born to do it's it's nah, but it's more the old, i think it's more the old can't i can't assimilate back into normal society he's become it's like once you've gone through this that's it okay. yeah that's it's right. like this is why frodo had to leave middle earth you know <laughs> he'd been through <laughs> this whole thing and he could no longer just live as a normal hobbit yeah yeah He's become part of the machine. Yeah. yeah. So he had to go with the elves. No, I'm going to live in a cage, man. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I think that that's more. It's almost like he's so good at that, and he can't see himself doing anything else that he's willing to just be away and risk his life again. Yeah. To fulfill that hole in him, that he probably would be a guy that would go out to the shed and maybe do something like that. That. Yeah, but because this is keeping because him alive. he doesn't feel like he's got. Anything else? Well, and it's interesting, like, you know, I go to the supermarket every week and it's just something you got to do. You mm. know, it's not the most pleasurable experience. Mm. But they, you know, movies, they make it look so boring. Don't they? Yeah, just like, oh, God. You know, like, I get well, I get what that scene was doing. Like, oh, he's got to put his kids Actually, that, yeah, Nate mentioned that. That scene where she says, you know, go and get some cereal and he's in this aisle that yeah. is just like there's 500 different cereals and all in these massive boxes and he's just like... Uh, no. Yeah. And I'd, you're like, just, I'd be standing in that choice? aisle just going, sweet, I'm not getting shot at. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy whatever cereal you want. Mm-hmm. But I get I get the concept of like... Yeah, no, I know, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're asking me to choose a fucking cereal when I've been diffusing bombs. Yeah, don't you know? Yeah, yeah what the I've next scene's him back in the suit and he's got a big smile on his face. Yeah, exactly. The bomb, there so. was a quote I wrote down. He said, it's, it's life or death you, and you deal with it. Except if you don't, if you die, you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, and that I feel like that is summed up in that cereal aisle because it's like that's it's, such a selfish thing way to look at co- it. It's completely it's horrific it for is. his family. Yeah, for exactly. Him to think mm-hmm. that way. But it's like I get, I get what they're doing with yeah. the cereal scene because it's like. You know, yeah, so many choices that don't. It's like matter. who gives a shit what cereal? I choose? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, whereas I have a two-year-old. It's very serious about what cereal you choose. <laughs> if it's not Wheat Bix, don't even bother. Oh, cornflakes are okay. What about Vitabits mm. or Vitabix? Well, see, we've made the transition just quietly. Have you? Okay. Yeah. What, yeah, are you, what are you on now? We're on the the Vita, the, the whatever the. Do they, are they just less sugar or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. We're on the kiddies Wheat Bix. Kiddies Wheat. Yeah, but he's also my son's a freak and eats them dry. Yeah, nice. I used to do that with peanut butter. Oh, welcome you back just, to uh, cereal. You just spend <laughs> ages, you spend just days gone. Yep. Yeah, a bit of butter, a bit of jam. Bit of a yeah. Chuck Yeager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he eats peanut butter. Put just... the wheat picks down, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, you're dancing Dance with, your with your wife. Evangeline Lilly. Who? Is that her name? Was the wife, play mm. the wife. She plays um, the wasp. In the Marvel oh yeah, films. yeah. She's she's the wasp. Haven't seen yes. it. Haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, Marvel. Hey, you know me. I've seen the bare minimum Marvel. Out of out of all the Marvel films, Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp are up there in the top. Yeah, the oh, top look, of I, all the Marvel. I saw Ant Man. I enjoyed Ant Man. Ant Man's good. Ant Man's very good. Ant Man and the Wasp was was not bad. Okay. It was okay. 
It was yeah. a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, I exactly. Think, but yeah, yeah. You're right. You don't you don't need to see Ant Man and Wasp. But I just like it. Just shows how the, the stretch of Marvel casting agents mm. when you know they've landed three, at least three people from this film. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 yeah true. <laughs> and there's probably more that we do. Well, know. and there's a lot of people in this. Like uh, Ralph Fiennes is in this yep. briefly. He mm-hmm. used to, um, without you know, like a huge role. You know, as a, almost a bounty and... hunter, or they class him in the credits as a contractor. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like a, bounty a mercenary. Hunter. Speaking of bounty hunters, have we seen a preview for the Mandalorian? Oh, holy oh, shit! Wow, I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, Disney, you got your streaming service coming. Look, I, I probably won't get it, but. You know, it'll happen, and and then I saw the trailer for Mandalorian. I'm like, oh, all right, now, God damn it. now I'm going to get a streaming service. Damn it! Anyway, back to this. Um, yeah, yeah, Ralph Fiennes, and, and I, that's another one of those ones where they were trying to portray something that was happening there at the time of having yeah. the contractors that were in, and the guy was really happy. He's got you know, was it five hundred thousand or something, dead or alive? And as they're running off, he just pings them. He goes, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're probably going to end up dead anyway. So. Yeah. And the that other general was a guy that comes up and congratulates him. On, he's like, "But how many, really?" Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like he was. Did you feel that whole scene? He was literally about to have a go at him. Yeah, like he was going to strip him it. down. Like, yeah, but then, yeah. But then yeah. I remembered it was the American military. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, gives you the concept of like what goes on higher up as well. Of like. There like I was feeling like, oh, how many? How many? Oh, this many? Oh, great, great, great! Grab him if you do that again. You're yeah. blah blah blah. Like I saw, I was yeah. expecting. I'll kill no, myself. but that was the that was the scary part about it is that the general comes in and he's like, "That was kick ass, man." Yeah, and you're like, like, "Oh god." Yeah, like when what he should have been doing was reprimanding him. That scene there. Yeah, that it's guy. on. If you go to um, IMDb, the scene we're talking about is literally the <coughs> the front page scene. Hmm. Um, the guy's name is David Morse. That's right. Yeah, David and he's, been, he's in a bunch he's of stuff. Been in yeah. heaps of stuff. Yeah. Uh, which I will tell you. <laughs> um, he's in the Green Mile. He's one of the uh, he's the younger um, prison guard. Oh, in the Green you know Mile. he is. He's the bloody two IC of uh, General Hummel. He is too. That's who he is. He is too. That's why he's he's on the San Dimas radar. <laughs> old bipping old, away there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Oh. He's also in several Robot Chicken episodes. <laughs> but who isn't? Um, all right. Well, I mean, look, I've exhausted my notes just quietly. <laughs> yeah, look, me too. That's you know, that's well. I'm sure we'll stretch this out uh, for Slaney's benefit, Andrew yeah. Slaney's benefit. Um, we're all in agreement, so it just I don't know. Maybe it's just that we're we're not part of that industry that is the about- military in the states. So it would, well, it's not something that we get the concept of. So. And I think, like you said earlier, like the 2008, it may have just hit at the right time to really strike a nerve with everybody, really strike mm-hmm. a chord. Topical. With, you know, the Oscars or with America in general um, to feel like, you know, this was a this was a bigger film than it may have been. Yeah. Are you saying the Oscars is rigged? I'm saying that, <laughs> is, that Oscars, is that what you're trying to get? I'm at? saying the Oscars is never anything to go by ever. Good never. point. Yes, true. Um, and it's becoming more and more obvious to it, everybody else. As... Yeah, well, the Disney connection is the main thing at the moment. Anyway, mm. um, just sorry, we keep going off track. But have you seen any of Bohemian Rhapsody? 
I watched it the other day. Yeah? Not a fan. I I got through 10 minutes and went, this is rubbish. Yeah, I'm turning was, this off. I was not a fan at yeah. all. Okay, anyway. Haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, Where did that but, come from? Oh, because of the Oscar. Because they won the Oscar. Yeah. Um, Rami Malek Rami was... Malik. He was He was fine. I didn't care for <coughs> it. Did not care for it. I also it. didn't, you know, don't know who else was nominated or... Like, I've just stopped. Yeah. Star is Born was nominated. Was it? Was it? Up okay. against that. Didn't see that, that. That was pretty good. I... For the what third time they're up to remaking that one? More, I think. Fifth. More. Fifth. The thing that I mainly disliked about this is they're trying to this movie is that they're trying to glorify the US involvement in the Middle Eastern conflict and they're not touching on the fact that the current Middle Eastern conflict was created by the last Middle Eastern conflict, which was created by Middle Eastern conflict before that mm. which if you go back in history was all created by the US anyway mm. yeah. so and they're this... all what they're trying to do is so they they went in ages ago and they took out a, a leader and they replaced him with another person and then that person became a problem so they, they tried to go in and take out that one and then they replaced him with a person and then that person became a problem so they're, all they're doing is just trying to catch up on the problem that they created 50 years ago yeah I and... don't think this this is a pro conflict film I don't means. think it's a pro conflict, but it's not no. an anti one either. Well, I think it, what it does is it highlights the kind of people that are attracted to this position. That I think that's the focus of the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not so much about the conflict itself. Mm-hmm. It's about how different kinds of people. Like we look at how James is operating compared to um, what's his name, Sanborn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's two very different. Yeah. Like Sanborn is there and he's counting the days down. He's, and he's there like, because he has to be doing the job yeah. because it has to be done, yeah, and it's a job. Yeah, well, but he's involved and he and he's in he, want, it now. he, he so wants he's his service the, to end. He wants yeah, to go, and he's doing the best he can in this pretty rubbish situation. Whereas uh, James is like thriving on the conflict. He's thriving on the situation, and so the so the film is about that relationship. It's a, and then. And then Eldridge is the younger one who's looking up, you know, he's he spends the whole film looking up, well, he spends the whole opening sequence as the the kid looking up to Sanborn and Guy Pearce. And then his, his, like, mentor effectively dies in action and so is replaced with this cowboy... And so it's now. So it's now about Maverick. I think they class him as. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I see real genius in your bomb disposal, Maverick. I just don't want to let anyone know I'm falling for you. Yeah. Now that would have been a better film. We should just watch Top Gun. That's what you're saying. Ooh, Top Gun too. Oh yeah. Hanging for that too. Yeah. So I think it's it's much more about the relationships of the kinds of people that are attracted to this. Yeah, we'll end up in this situation. You've got your almost homicidal esque character. You've got your guy that's just doing his time, and then the younger guy is the kid that seems like he's from a military family. He's just doing what he's been told he has to do. Yeah. and he mentions that a few times. You know, oh well, if I die here, at least I've died with honor. Isn't that yeah. what it's meant to be about? Isn't that the know? whole thing? Isn't yeah. that the whole point? Yeah, and it's like, well, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's way more yeah. to life than that. Yeah. So, so you know, while I don't understand these kinds of people. I get what this film is trying to do. And I think it landed at the right... Like I said, it landed at the right time mm. in the States to be huge. 
mm. um, and really connect with a lot of people because I, I feel like a lot of people would know someone like that. You'd know you'd know one or two of those kinds of people mm-hmm. um, of those sort of personality traits that would just be mad for it, would just love it and, and relish in it. And Well, yeah, people make careers out of it. You know? Yeah. It's like yeah. A... yeah. Um, Jules sent us something. Yeah, yeah. Have you got that? Well, I'm happy to include it as part of our ratings. Um, or do you want me to just go through Yeah, that? let's... Well, let's... Let's get on to ratings. Oh, well, hang on. Sure. Uh, before ratings, Tim... Yes, Al. There's possibly my favourite segment. Aha! Uh-huh. Would that... <coughs> I'd imagine that would go along the lines of something similar to... Every film is a shared universe. It's funny you mention... It's the exact thing I was thinking of. Uh... Well, this is going to be a struggle. <laughs> well, I struggled a bit. The only Fair thing, income, I, is it? Yeah. The only thing I thought of is that the uh, bomb disposal robot at the start. Yeah. It seemed to have a lot of character. Oh. With the trailer and the wheel falls off, and yeah. you know, it was it was almost a comedic moment. I'm like, was there some sort of uh, station involvement in the station. design? Oh, so it's like they go to like that 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 mega store. To build the to build the bomb the robot. robot, the version one of that robot was built by. So what you're saying is, there's the three of them that they're defusing this bomb, and there's there's two two stations just sitting at the back, just going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Look, I, look. I told you it was going to be a stretch, but it was the only place where I could slot in a Bill and Ted. I mean, obviously, it's the in the universe. Well, it's a free yeah. song that aligns the planets. Clearly, um, yeah, because <laughs> we're because there's a big conflict happening. I completely forgot about this segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since. Been, so. um, um, I'm I'm scraping the barrel, but I got nothing. Well, there you go. So <laughs> my my theory is winning so far. If you have a better idea at home, yeah, email us, Facebook us, please let us know because we're drowning in help. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a fast stretch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, maybe maybe that cart was just we could just say that it was it was maybe built from the same place, like the same mega store that the good robot. Bill and Terry <laughs> Maybe. Well, no, the know. robot was built from the same good one. The cart was built from the bad robot. Us, the bad robot, yeah. falls apart. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that was built by the US military. <laughs> did anyone else go, why didn't they just go around that little pile of rubble? Why did they have to go why over the top of it? Why did they have to go straight over Yeah, yeah. Why didn't they just go <laughs> around it? Um, um, all right. Well, let's, let's just do we uh, the... Just another thing. Do we know where this was filmed? Jordan. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mostly in Jordan. Um, it yeah, did seem uh, there was a lot of things that I did tick off. Great use of actually somewhere in the Middle East instead of just filming in the desert somewhere yeah. or on something. And it seemed like all of the Middle Eastern characters were actual Middle Eastern people. Not yes. like that Kiwi guy that runs around playing Middle Eastern playing, bad guys yeah, or yeah. Indians or, or whatever. Um, they seem to be actual. Middle Eastern people. I Felt thought. like a decent effort at casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would have thought actually getting Middle Eastern people to play Middle Eastern people would be a good idea? <laughs> I don't know. Strange. Oh, to be fair, a bit <laughs> tough. 
be a tough role though. Well, we know for we know for example one of the best Egyptian characters ever played was done by a Scotsman. In, uh, well, true. Yes, in exactly right. <laughs> so I was trying to remember where. You <laughs> Never forget. Uh, I thought you were about to say uh, Aziz from the Fifth Element. Oh, well. Aziz light. <laughs> but my brain goes there. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Here's your peacock feathers, Mister Connery. <laughs> Great film. Great film. Um. Yeah, okay. Well, shall we get on with ratings? Ratings. Um, what, is, what does Mr. Slaney have to say? Oh, Slaney, which senior? one? Slaney Senior, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, which one? Well, no, Slaney Senior lives literally over the back fence. <laughs> That's a different... I'm pretty sure he has no... Is that Mr. Slaney? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we should have got the Slaney dad involved we'll just, in this. Do you want to go see if he's still out there? Yeah, he's building something back there. What's, um, his, what's his name, actually? Oh, just Mr. Slane. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. I did know, but Mr. I can't Jules think of it now. Slane Senior. Uh, he said to refer to his original message um, on Facebook, which I don't have access to, but his score, he gave it was 85% on the San Dimas scale. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know, Al, if you've got anything there. I'll see if I can dig it up. Maybe we could get that uh, towards the end of the roundtable here. I'm happy to go first, if you'd like. Sure. Um, yeah, look, as I, I pretty much kicked it off by saying that I don't really understand the hype of this. I did find it quite slow and a bit disjointed. Probably give it around 40, I reckon. Which I still think is pretty high. Like I still feel like it's too high for me. Maybe thirty-five. Yeah. Look, I'm sitting at forty as well. Yeah. And I, for the exact same, I'm like it. I did see a lot going on there that I enjoyed. Appreciated. I appreciated. It, but but it wasn't enough to yeah. To and I was in going. and out. Like I felt like it was probably about twenty minutes too long. Um and and yeah, I just didn't feel there was any like I didn't get into a rhythm with this film. There was no mm. flow for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's so yeah, I'll, I'll stick with thirty-five. Al, you're going to stick with forty. Yeah, forty for me. Forty. Yeah. Brad, do you want to just quickly? No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go twenty. Twenty. Okay. I thought it was maybe like a. It seemed like a half-assed attempt to modernise. Uh, like you know, an other war films. Mm. Like I would take. Like would... It was no apocalypse now or anything like that that mm. that really touched on some, some. Deep and I'd take English. Jarhead well over this. Like, oh, I absolutely. Watch, yeah. I've watched Jarhead many times. I, mm. Do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, all right. Jules. Jules has a. He emailed us. Oh, just he by emailed the way. us. This wasn't a message. He went the formal route and emailed us. <laughs> what a legend! Like a like the appropriate channel of communication. Hey, lead by example, right? Yeah. Lead by example. Um, so Jules has said, I couldn't quite make sense of what the Hurt Locker was supposed to be about. Is it pro-war, anti-war, or just about one guy dealing with the thrill of war? To me, this movie received a lot more attention than I think it actually deserved. Okay, so he's on the pretty much same line as us. This is the first time I've read this, by the way. Um, I feel like it was just a movie that got heaps of attention because it was one of the first movies to deal with the war in Afghanistan slash Iraq. So to me, it had the feeling of people just losing their minds over the new, for the simple fact that it is new. Still an enjoyable watch, dealing with some serious issues of today. I actually own this on Blu-ray, but I've only watched it a number of times. A message to my brother who selected the film, Hey bro, you're a douche. <laughs> 53% on the scale. Look, true, so. I think next time we should open with that because that said everything we were bumbling about. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Maybe we should just condense this podcast into four statements. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Slaney, please summarise what we've just spoken yeah. about. 
Voila. People go to the episode is two minutes long. <laughs> let's just stop wasting everybody's time. <laughs> well done, Jules. Yeah, no, that's really well put together. Jules, thank you. Um, I can't, uh, I can't farm. Well, I'm we know, yeah, look, um, obviously An- Andrew's um, Andy, as he hates to be called, um, <laughs> liked it. Andy it is. Yeah, he obviously <laughs> thought it was pretty good. I'm quite comforted of the fact that he didn't think it was better than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which, you know... Uh, it's allowed to be. You're allowed to like this film more, but let's face it, that <laughs> well, would be I'm ridiculous. Enough to think of, you know what? I've seen it now. Yeah. That's it. Sure. Dust your hands off. Yeah, probably never watch it again. Yeah. No. Didn't really. Yeah. No. Um, no. Now, oh, we're we're gonna go on to next episode's film. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about what we're gonna select there. Um, and Al and I have made a decision Oop. behind your back on that. Um, okay. And behind Jules's back for that matter. Well, look, if he'd turned up, I would have done t- it behind his back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not even here. But before we do that, Al, how can you get in contact? You can get in us? contact with... I should just say, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music yes. has finished filming. It has. Oh, dear. Uh, we may need to start it. It's going to be real now. We probably should have started a segment or something, like an update. Okay. But it's finished filming, so off to the editing booth. I've seen a few on-set photos that have been shared on our page. I'm trying not to look at a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm... From what I've seen is that they're actively trying to not fuck it up. Yes. Which means it'll be terrible. Oh, dear. Nah, I'm on board. Like, there's been a lot of, like... Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that I've gone, eh, it seems alright. You know what? I'm going to go into this so cynical, and I just... Yeah. And I think that's the best approach for me. There's a lot of like William Sadler tweets that I'm enjoying. Okay, uh, he's come back as death. William Sadler made a video appearance at the whatever anniversary we're up to of the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. So he was. So they had the whole cast of Shawshank Redemption except William Sadler. Yeah, right. And and he did a video. And he comes up on the screen in full death makeup. <laughs> and he's like, hey guys, sorry, I'm on set somewhere else. I can't talk about what I'm doing. But I'm really sorry I can't be there. It's like amazing. Like full white face. Full white face full and dark dead. eyes. It's, it's so good. Um, so check that out. I heard they've done a lot of um, good things. So obviously George Carlin's not there. So they've got George, George Carlin's, Carlin's daughter involved. To, to be somehow involved in yeah. it and a few other things that they've done which are kind of touching little yeah. bits and pieces do you reckon I, as Rufus's daughter or just just she's there because she's I just know that she's involved in yeah. it somehow I guess yeah I don't know is she a yeah. comedian has she gone down the family yeah, I don't, family I don't know maybe sure mm-hmm. uh, look I th- I'm tentatively look at you you're, you're prime excited <laughs> I'm like I think this is going to be kind of cool Look, in, deep down in my heart of hearts, in the bottom of my waters, I am a little bit excited. But Look, next year, I'm, the 2020 <coughs> is the year of long-awaited, not sequels, but pieces in a puzzle. So we've got Bill and Ted 3, we've got Rambo 75, <laughs> um, Top Gun 2. Top Gun, Top Gun 2. Is there, I'm, another, I'm, is there another alien? Probably. Or I think Ridley Scott's going to make Alien until he dies. Yeah, wasn't there? I heard something about. There was Sigourney. something else I saw today that was. Uh, there's another. Oh, there's it, the second chapter or something coming. So well, it's that's about to come out. Yeah, now. there's all about a lot of things like that. Um, Does that I'm, remake good? I haven't. I, didn't, I haven't seen know. any okay. of them. So. I'm putting it out there. The Top Gun Two will be the highest grossing movie of next year. Yeah, right. By like it will annihilate everything. Till Till Bill and Ted face the music. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, and we're, we are in serious talks now uh, for an event. Oh, God. For a release <laughs> of, of Bill and Ted 3. Oh, okay. Right. There's going to be a screening. <laughs> you're putting this out now. This I'm is, putting this you're out. Gonna, uh, you're really forcing their hand. Because hands. it's going to make it happen. That You should see how worried Tim's face is right now. <laughs> I, don't want it. I don't want to do stuff in front of people. No, look. We're going we're gonna to be at a screening. They'll see how, how much editing goes into these episodes. <laughs> No, we're gonna we're gonna let you know the screening we're gonna be at. This is the plan, and then which you've discussed with no one. No, I know, I know. This is my plan. I'm bringing it to the table now. Okay. <laughs> Should bring it to the next AGM. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. Um, and then it's great because it's like less than a meter there. from where we're sitting right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> and then we're gonna go do a record somewhere that you will also be invited to come along to. So, so that'll be August next year. So. Uh, Bill and Ted 3. So we've got, got a bit of time good. to plan. We got so we've got time. we got so time for it to all go balls up. And then plan it all in the last day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Anyway, Tim, uh, to answer your question, yep. you can find us oh, yeah. on Facebook oh, uh, and on uh, uh, Twitter at SDFS Pod. Yep. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at San Dimas Film. Yep. Uh, you can send us an email at Sam Nemus Phil. And look sorry. how well that worked for Jules. Work, hey, work for Jules. I haven't spoken to Jules in You couldn't weeks. find Andy's message? Bang, straight to Jules. Straight message. to Jules. Just shows. What can I say, everybody? Yeah. The system works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is also funny because you could basically stand on the roof of this house and yell at him. He doesn't have to go far away. He'd probably hear you. <laughs> uh, that all the ways you can find us? I think so. Mm. Good. Good. Okay, so... So, um, I nearly called you Jules. Brad. Uh, what have you guys done? Well, we've decided that we were going to go with a listener episode, mm-hmm. but we've decided in our travels this morning that perhaps Al will select the next film. Because he it's has not, a backlog. It's not that big a deal. I'm just... I just haven't chosen for a while. Look, I'm going to go... Sure. Like, Brad didn't react at all. <laughs> at all. It was not even a facial twitch. <laughs> Whatever. You know, the, the good thing about it is... I was expecting to go, I no way! I didn't have to choose. Fine. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever happens. <laughs> yeah, fine. Well, now we're skipping over you for like at least three times because you selected four movies, aren't we? Like, isn't that how we... No. I'm okay with it. Um, so, Al... I can't remember what year it was. I want to say... Uh, early 90s. Okay. Like 93, maybe. Mm. Uh, okay, so I know what it's not because you know that I'm, I know that you know the year for the one that I was thinking. Okay. Go. Uh, no, so it's it got quite a few uh, famous people in it. Uh, like Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Gina Davis. Fantastic. Tom Hanks. Madonna's in this film. There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball, Brad. Oh, We're going to watch a league, a of, league of their own. Fantastic. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? Considering how many awesome baseball films there are, we haven't done one. Yeah. Look, and, I know and nothing about of, I'm, I'm a big baseball film fan. I like baseball, but I love baseball films. League of their own is in my top three. Also, a bit of a war film, you could say. It is. A bit of a war film? So, yeah, yeah. Sure. It's a multi-genre. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, League of their own is it's my in my top three baseball films. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been of watching... which Major League is also in my top three, though. So, you know. <laughs> I've been watching... Uh... Your top has got to be Sandlot Kids, surely. Easily. Oh, so... Nah, The Natural. That leads into that story. I was, so, it came into my head because I've been watching Glow on Netflix, the uh, okay. gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And it's very oh, yeah. good. It's very good. Mm. Uh, and and Gina, Mindy told me that. Was and good. Gina Davis has a... Has a 
uh, part in the third season. But in the back end of the second season, as a crazed fan called Cupcake, is um, uh, the kid, kid, the kid from the Sandlot Kids, yeah, who's like, who kisses Wendy Peppercorn. No, no, not that Smalls. kid. No, 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 not, not Smalls. Smalls. Sorry, no, uh, sorry. the other kid with the red hair, the big kid. Um, Squints was the Squints was the kid that kissed the. Um, yeah, that was Squints. Yeah, and Smalls was like the main kid. Yeah. No, no, the big kid. You know, the great Bambino. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had uh, he, the, guy, like, the kid making the Smalls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's in Glow as like a grown up. Yeah, right. and he's this crazy fan, and it's it's quite funny. I'm like, oh my god, that's that guy. Awesome. So, um, yeah. League of Their Own is 92. 92? I was close. I think I said 93. Mm. So. Good film. Yeah, I know. That's Let's why I chose it. Let's not talk about it anymore. Let's not talk about okay. it. Well, we're not. <laughs> I uh, would trust that you would put in um, that the Penguins won the cup that year in your history. <laughs> so how many times was Brad? that, Tim? Well, in our short history, <laughs> it's been a high percentage. It's a high percentage. <laughs> I wouldn't say higher than the Habs, but you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, would, I wouldn't go on percentage. Conversation <laughs> over. <laughs> just like to see my t-shirt on Yeah, I know. I noticed. I noticed. All right, well, league of their own. Of their Jules own. is not going to know what's happened, but serves him right. Um, next episode, we'll see you then. See you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Ooh. be excellent to your ears. And, and potty on, dudes. dudes. He's got him. <laughs> oh, and also... <clears throat> Hashtag Mike's for Amy. <laughs>